All right, Darren Smith, season two, episode six of the Always Loyal podcast. It's going to be a fun one today. What's coming up? Jordan Carruth, it is going to be a fun one. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about the Rand Faree at the CONCACAF Under-17 Championships. What an experience that was for the loyal goalkeeper. Plus, we'll talk a little bit about some of the squad changes since last we chatted. And an exciting way to reveal the 2023 San Diego Loyal kits. We'll get into the details. Coming up next on the Always Loyal Podcast. One more chance. Into the box. And head it down. It's in. San Diego. In the 97th minute. At the death. Dangerous ball from Charlie Adams there. Among connecting with it. Ultimately will be an own goal on the books, but huge, huge result. That was literally the last cross of the game. All right. As uh, Darren beautifully laid it out right there, we have a lot to talk about on episode six of the Always Loyal podcast. We're going to talk about the kit reveal. I'm mostly excited for the kit reveal. That announcement coming a little bit earlier today. We'll get into the details here momentarily, and we'll provide a little bit of a backstory on all of that with a few guests from Ground Floor Murals. Looking forward to that conversation, of course. But Darren mentioned Duran Faree. We also have some news about a player who will not be with San Diego Loyal for the upcoming season. I, I think, I hope we have an announcement coming up about a player coming in. But well, a, uh, what? The, uh, Offi- officially, the, officially, we well, can talk about Thomas Among departing San Diego Loyal. That was made official a week ago, and we uh, we have not recorded a podcast since then, so that is a little bit of news. Thomas Among will not be part of the SD Loyal squad this upcoming season. Uh, that's a player who a lot of fans were looking forward to watching this upcoming year, someone you expect to see some goals from, and that's definitely a question coming into this season. Where will the goals come from? Because you're having to replace a lot of them. Who knows, maybe in an upcoming announcement. What? what, what? Might have uh, some answers with that, but Darren officially, Thomas Among, not back with the club. Yeah, that was one, Jordan. I think people started noticing, really, really keen observers of San Diego Loyal's preseason started noticing, wait a second now, Thomas Among is not even listed in the squad. It's not a question of minutes. It's not a question of performance. It's a question of he's not there. So what's the deal? What's happening? So good job if you're one of those supporters that paid that close of attention to some of the preseason games that Loyal's played up until this point. But I think your point's a very good one, Jordan. I think it would be really easy to sit and say as we're recording this for the on the Wednesday, right before the final preseason game of the 2023 season against Central Valley Fuego, who is going to be scoring the goals this year? Kyle Vassell, 14 goals, decided he wanted to go back and play closer to home. Thomas Among, 11 goals. Season number one with San Diego Loyal, Jack Blake, who dealt with a little bit of injury. That was three goals in and of itself. So you're talking upwards of 28, 28 goals, somewhere in that range. Jordan, I I, I wonder if you can go out, can you find somebody out there? Can you think of somebody who you would say, wow, you know, Loyal really needs somebody here quite reliable in addition to Nick Moon, Evan Conway, Tumi Moshibani, is there somebody, is there a name that you can think of that you go? Yes, hmm. absolutely. His name is. Whoa, whoa. Yes. I don't know. Am I allowed to say it? I don't think I, I don't. should say it. We won't say it. 
But don't um, jinx anything. You just don't want to jinx anything here. You're bringing in Joe Corona. You're expecting a little bit more coming from Evan Conway, Nick Moon. How about Nick Moon's goal since last we chatted? How about his goal against LAFC up at Beautiful. BMO Stadium, which used to be called Bank of California Stadium? How about so, the pass you know, to set him up. Oof, I, th- yes. I think I like the pass more than the goal. I mean, both that were great. Both were nice great, to but see. the pass stood out. Very nice to see, but it feels like you know, you would want somebody here who you could identify and hold up and say, yes, this is the person who we think should end up leading us in scoring. Mm-hmm. And maybe, Jordan, that person is on his way at some point. Maybe. Maybe he's familiar with a player or two on the squad already. I mean, we've talked about who was our first guest of the season. That's right. It was Joe Corona. And what did we talk about? Him playing with former teammates. I don't know if this former teammate was specifically brought up, but maybe he'll be brought up in the future. I don't know. I do not know. We'll get to that when we can get to that. Uh, But the Thomas Among news is new to us. And then also something that isn't new to us, which is something that's becoming very, very cool. We've had another opportunity, a few actually, to watch Duran Faree in net for the U.S. Men's National Team, the under-17 squad. We've touched on this a little bit on a previous episode, but I, I got to be honest with you, Darren. I really wasn't aware how many opportunities he was going to get. He was a late addition, and it wasn't just like a one-off match early on. We got to see him. We got to see him do his thing a few times out there. Yeah, I thought it was just a, an amazing opportunity for Duran Faree, the 16, 16, still sixteen, or is he is he seventeen now? I mean, for the after 16 all that or- experience, he's sixteen, going on thirty. 17-year-old goalkeeper for San Diego Loyal, the very first ever academy player signed to a pro contract. And I watched a lot of this tournament as well. And and by the time some of you are hearing this, you, you might know that Mexico ended up winning the CONCACAF championship three goals to one against the United States. And there's all sorts of great storylines with that about the rivalry and storylines about Mexico's dominance in the CONCACAF championship, the under-17 championship. But a couple quick things here as it relates to Duran Free. Number one, he got to be a part of something that the stated goal, of course, is to go out there and win a CONCACAF championship, but it's also to qualify for the under-17 World Cup. Mission accomplished for the U.S. youth national team. He got to play, I'm with you, a little bit more than I was expecting. I don't know if that's a product of just being in good form, had a couple of clean clean sheets, but also got to play in one of the nuttier matches of this tournament, which was a 5-3 victory for the U.S. Youth National Team against Guatemala in Guatemala, where he had a little bit of everything going on there. He had a raucous Guatemalan crowd. He had laser pointers. He had chaos, all sorts of chaos going on in this match. He had a yellow card. That experience, that atmosphere, because, you know, this under-17 youth national team tournament doesn't always pack it in, right? Like, it's not always a sellout crowd. It's not always a full house. But the match against Guatemala in Guatemala really was unlike almost any other match that I had seen during this tournament. Admittedly, I'm only watching the U.S. play the U.S. youth national team, and I watched the championship between Mexico and, and the U.S. But to be in that atmosphere, I don't know that that's part of Duran Faree's History. I don't know that he's ever been in front of that kind of crowd. Maybe I've I've missed it and don't have his full story right in front of us. But when you're getting the laser pointment treat the laser pointer treatment on penalty kicks and and you're involved in that kind of match, which was just complete and utter chaos. The match was absolutely bonkers. And I also know, you know, he ends up taking a time-wasting penalty towards the end of the match which his own head coach, Nate Miller, went on social media and was talked about how proud he was that Duran Faree found himself in that situation where, you know, this is exquisite time-wasting 
technique and Duran Faree was was all about that. I know Nate Miller to be a big fan of the dark arts, and that was one of those. I'm sure he was really proud of his goalkeeper. Not, you know, he'd given up a couple of goals, obviously, but just in terms of how it was that he ended up killing off the match for the U.S. national team, boy, that showed a little bit of maturity here. And it was pretty cool to see from the U.S. across the board, but pretty cool to see from the goalkeeper too that he, you know, he had that kind of savviness to his game at his age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you bring up the right word. I think there was a lot of pride. I think it was very clear based on the response, just at least on social media, from what we saw Nate Miller putting out what he put out, Ricardo Campos, the president, also showing his support and several others as well. And then, of course, the supporters following along. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it continued to be a really uh, proud moment for the club and for Duran Faree, who I, I just now realized was was born the year I graduated high school. And wow, mm. okay. Doesn't get um, any easier. September 28th, 2006 is his birthday, 16 years old. He'll turn 17 coming up Mm. in September. Um, I I heard Andrew Vasiliadis tell our guys over at Two Balls and a Mic that he wouldn't be surprised if Duran Faree would be the goalie in net for Open Cup this year for San Diego Loyal. That's nothing official or anything, but um, I I did hear that get brought up, and I thought that was very interesting. So I, I don't know. Duran Faree has competition here at San Diego. Let, let's let's not kid ourselves. Coke Vegas is very good in net, and he's here for a reason. But we saw Duran Faree last season, and I have a feeling we're going to see him again this year. Uh, I like hearing that. I, I would not be surprised either, and especially since we can talk a little bit about Open Cup because we haven't had a chance yet to chat about that. Not all the details are in, but... You do know that San Diego Loyal will be playing Albion in April. We'll get into that at the SDSU Sports Deck, by the way. Which I could tell you all about if you need. If you have any questions about that Sports Deck, it's a it's a different surface, different environment. Mm-hmm. It's a different feel across the board. And I have a feeling the locals are absolutely going to take over that place. Good. Uh, April 4th through the 6th. I haven't seen an official date yet, just sometime in that weekend. Not a big surprise who the opponent is. It is a rematch from last U.S. Open Cup. So looking forward to that and and being able to host Jordan. It's on a, one of those things we always say. There's still some boxes left to check for San Diego mm-hmm. Loyal in terms of firsts in club history. Obviously, it didn't end well for Duran Free. He ended up seeing a red card <laughs> against Mexico. But, you know, even that is part of it. You know, when your goal and your primary objective is to go qualify your national team for the World Cup, and you're a big part of that, Duran Free was. Yeah, I I know, you know, it's easy to sit and go, well, you're just talking about all the good stuff, and you're talking about the clean sheets, and you're talking about how his coach praised him for, for uh, really terrific time waste and killing off a match. I'm sure that will be a learning experience too. Uh, you know, finding himself in the situation with a yellow already, just trying to to you know save it, save uh, you know uh, a breakaway goal at the end of that match didn't work out. Mexico ends up winning three one, and he sees red. I don't know how many times that's ever happened for Duran Ferry, but hey, I'm sure he's going to have a long career ahead of him, and at some point it's probably going to happen. Now he gets to do it against Mexico in the championship game of the Concacaf under 17 championship. So I'm sure all of it, the good and the bad of it all is just going to be tremendous and and part of the learning process for Duran Ferry. Yeah. Think about the last year for Duran. It's been, it's been really good. He signed his first professional contract with San Diego loyal. Um, and obviously that impacts a lot of things. Um, he gets his first playing time with SD loyal late in the season. Now getting time uh, with the U S men's national team under 17s and getting really good experience as well. Not just, 
random call-ups like he's in there he's involved in in some crucial crucial moments and big time matches for that squad so the last year has been really fun for him I'm curious how he would describe it and I think something that we learned earlier today with the announcement of SD Loyal and ground floor murals getting ready to to unveil the new kits I think this is something else you can kind of just add to that list of what has been a very exciting year uh, for San Diego's own Duran Faree. He is going to be part of the announcement coming up Friday, March 3rd. SD Loyal will unveil the Charlie Football Home Away and Goalkeeper kits for the first time ever to the public. Um, and they're doing it in a very cool way. Duran Faree will clearly unveil the Goalkeeper's kit. And that's coming up at 5 p.m. from Mission Valley. But Darren, there's a, there's a whole schedule coming up on Friday. It starts at 3 p.m., Colin Martin, Alejandro Guido at four, Duran Furry at five. And the cool part is SD Loyal and Ground Floor Murals have been working together. And we're going to be able to see the kits for the very first time in a very cool way, in a very different way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think it's very unique. It's very clever. I think by now, if you're a sports fan, you live in San Diego, you might go ground floor murals. I'm not sure. Well, there's been a whole bunch of sports-related, sports-themed murals that have popped up all around San Diego. You can go to ground, groundfloormurals.com, and you can see them for yourself, and you're going to go, ah, okay, Manny Machado, whose name has been in the news recently out there on 3rd Avenue in Chula Vista, you Darvish, Fernando Tatis Jr., Joe Musgrove, Tony Gwynn on University Avenue. And uh, where is that? No, not Normal Heights, uh, University City. So, you know, you have a bunch of these murals that have, have popped up. City Heights, I'm sorry, City Heights. Uh, you've had a bunch of these murals that have popped up. You go, man, who's responsible for this? Where are all these coming from? Well, now you know, ground floor murals. And they've been thinking about a way that they can collaborate. Both sides, San Diego Loyal and Ground Floor Murals. Coming up in our second segment, Jordan, we're going to find out how this collaboration came to be, that the actual reveal is going to be via the murals. Mm-hmm. One in Chula Vista on 3rd Avenue, that'll be of Alejandro Guido. One in Hillcrest, that will be of Colin Martin. And one there at SD Loyal headquarters in Mission Valley, that one will be of Duran Ferre. So one will be wearing a home kit, one will be wearing an away kit, one will be wearing the keeper kit. Obviously, I think you can probably figure out which ones will be which. Mm -hmm. But that's super clever. I'm really excited about that. And then, of course, on Friday, you can order and do all that for sort of fun stuff via online. And then Saturday, we're going to have a little bit of a party out there on Adams Avenue at the Adams Avenue Theater in Normal Heights, where you will get a chance to hang around with other loyal supporters. And if you want to and are so inclined to buy the 2023 kit, I'm sure they will be there waiting for you looking as good as I know that they do. Absolutely. What a fun way to see him for the very first time, because you'll see him as art and then you're gonna have the opportunity to actually grab one yourself opportunity Saturday to get one for the public Friday. You can do it online. Something else that's pretty cool with, with the unveiling of these murals is going to be if you take a picture with them and use the hashtag stay loyal, post it to social media, you're going to be entered to win one of the jerseys, you're also going to be able to enter to win season tickets um, and not just any season tickets. They're going to be at the all-inclusive Blue Peak Lounge at Torero Stadium. So really, really good giveaways for showing up, just taking pictures with the murals. But the players themselves, Colin Martin, Alejandro Guido, Duran Furry, they're going to be the very first ones to actually see this. Yes, the they're being done now, but they're going to be covered up. And then the moment that we can see them Friday, the players will see them first. Then they'll be unveiled to the entire public. And I, have a, I believe the players will be signing 
each painting as well. So really cool stuff. It starts in Hillcrest, it goes to Chula Vista, and then finishes in Mission Valley. I have not confirmed this, but maybe they're they're flying around via helicopter to all these places on a Friday afternoon in San Diego <laughs> to get was, from Hillcrest to get Chula Vista place. to Mission Valley. So I, I have not confirmed that, but I, this is just it's a really good idea. Like I'm, I'm really it. impressed with everything that how this is coming together. Really cool. Super and creative, right? Isn't it? It creative. is easily one really of the good. most creative ways. And I know we've been at Liberty station a couple of times and Hey everybody. Okay. Big countdown. We're going to drop the curtain here. Three, two, one. Boom. Yay. Everybody's excited. This is just, you know, this has become sort of the fabric of the sports scene in San Diego. What the guys are, or what our guests from ground floor murals have done so you know to be part of that and develop a partnership obviously the partnership ongoing with charlie football super excited about that and uh i've snuck a peek jordan have you had any any peaks at the 2023 jerseys home away goalkeeper i've only seen the home tory green one it's exciting i have no idea what you're talking about it's exciting. I have no idea what you're talking about. I do know that we're going to be chatting with Paul Jimenez and Cena Detona from Ground Floor Murals. They're going to be joining us, giving us the backstory. I want to learn more about them, how this, mm. how it all started for them. We'll obviously talk about what's happening with SD Loyal, but you mentioned a lot of the names of works they've already done here in San Diego. Tony Gwynn, Alex Morgan, Joe Musgrove, Kawhi Leonard, and others. So we'll get to all of that coming up next. That's it, All right, Jordan. Well, here they are. We mentioned it, Ground Floor Murals. You can go to the website, groundfloormurals.com. A huge part of the 2023 kit reveal for San Diego Loyal. Paul Jimenez is here. Sienna Detona is here. This is, uh, these are the two artists that are responsible for all these amazing sports murals that we see all across San Diego that have really become part of the fabric of the San Diego sports scene. Paul, Sina, thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Yes, Tell us. Tell us the story of ground floor murals. It, it feels like we have gotten used to seeing the murals that we have seen. Tell us the story about how you guys started collaborating. Well, um, we met in 2019, became best friends, and we were both interested in art, but we worked at uh, restaurants and coffee shops. So uh, we didn't really have the opportunity to, to work on our craft uh, or at least make it our profession just yet. So when COVID happened and we both got laid off from our jobs, we decided to take the opportunity uh, and all that extra free time we had and and try to make something of it that that would be more fulfilling for us. And so that's how we started painting murals. Well, what sort of background do you have? Because uh, you know we would see these, and and as I said at first, it was a little bit of a mystery. So, you know, what sort of background did you have? How did you get started doing this around San Diego? We were both really interested in art. Um, we hadn't painted any murals um, uh, before, but we we were both drawing, and I think we were we kind of served as a muse for one another. And um, uh, uh, Paul actually just bought a pack of spray paint, and we tried it. We tried. We tried to paint, uh, you know, fine art 
with with spray paint for the first time and we both fell in love with it instantly paul what was the very first thing you guys painted together uh together i think like the, the sea life uh or we painted a tiger in the alley i think together we painted those chickens it was just a, oh, a cute right. cute mural our first thing ever in his old backyard clearly you you dive into the sports world with Joe Musgrove, you Darvish, Manny Machado, Kobe Bryant, Alex Morgan. Um, right. What draws you to the uh, the sports world as well? So, so during COVID, there was there was a, a, a it felt you felt a lot of tension in the air. It felt like uh, San Diego was really kind of divided, and, and it felt like it was there's just a lot of tension. And I thought, you know, who 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 can I paint that San Diego could really all come together? and feel good about and, and, and just represent San Diego. And so I put out there on Instagram and this is before I'd ever done a, a portrait or anything. I've only done animals before this time, but I said, is, is anybody looking for a Tony Gwynn portrait? Like, like I would just want to try it. I thought, I thought maybe a brewery would reach out or somebody with like a small wall, maybe in a, maybe in a backyard or something, but I got a call from this guy and he said, Hey, I have a wall for you. And we show up and the wall is way bigger than anything I'd ever painted before. And I, and I just like, you know what, like, this is an opportunity. Like we, like what we have to do this, we have to go with it. So I started painting Tony Gwynn from the eighties with the Jerry curl and, and mid painting the Padres caught on and their photographer came and, and it was photographing us. And I think that's when we kind of realized, okay, we were kind of onto something here. Uh, I think the San Diego was starting to really understand, like, I think that's the one that put us on the map. So, so the Tony Gwynn got us started. And then after that one was the Joe Musgrove. And I think that was that was really cool, and then it just is, is gone continuously. And for me, sports and animals are like my my like my my favorite thing. Um, but so so that that that's really where where that came from. Since just since we're on the topic, have like have you met Joe Musgrove? Have you met Alex Morgan or any of the players that that you guys have painted? We've met uh, Joe Musgrove via Face. Oh no, we've met him. We've met him. Yeah, we've met Joe Musgrove. Uh, we've we texted pretty much everybody that we've painted. Um, and it's just really cool to, to have them react, even, even just like, like it or share it on Instagram or just send us a little DM. That's, that's really what we, what we, it makes us feel good about our paintings. And Cena, how much of a sports fan are you? Uh, like, do you have any sense of when you, you start with Tony Gwynn and then you go to Joe Musgrove? I mean, do you, do you, do you have any sense of, of like where this is going and what this might mean for you guys? I got really into baseball once I met Paul because he's the uh hello yeah sorry I totally thought we lost you guys again but um uh yes Paul Paul got me into baseball because he was the one who was taking me to the games at first and um it that was really cool to see I never thought that was going to be something that I was going to enjoy so much but I did you know going with someone having a good time and then and then becoming a fan and then and then painting uh, a baseball player who was especially important to my city was really nice, but but to see the reaction uh, of people who have been a really big fan of Tony Gwynn for for decades um, is what really what really meant the most to me. Was yeah for sure, and and yeah. you know I would think too as many people uh, that see these murals, you know we all see them in San Diego, and people see them and they take pictures, but you guys have been getting notoriety from ESPN, from uh, video games, from you know it, it's gone a lot further than than just on a local level. What has it it been like 
just seeing that that some of your work ends up on national platforms, you know, not just uh, traded amongst the San Diego people. That's still so hard for me to believe. I, I yeah, people ask, and I and I really don't, I really don't know how to feel. It's because it feels like a dream. It doesn't feel like this is real life, uh, and that that just goes to to show how special it is, and and how I think how blessed we are. I I don't think I think we worked hard. It's not that I think we definitely got blessed, um, and we we just we just happened to to do things that people responded really well to, and and that's fulfilling. Like I said earlier, this is this is so much more fulfilling than anything I think either of us has done. <laughs> Paul, I th- I think it's so cool that you guys get to do this together because there's I mean there's a lot of artists who take the approach of like this is my alone time. I just you can kind of just focus. It's my getaway time. But what does it mean for you guys to actually like do do this with someone you're close with? It's really reassuring. Uh, I think that when we're painting and maybe it's like, oh, I don't know what that look that looks okay, and then, then one of us is able to say, no, that looks good. Uh, we're, we're able to to balance off of each other. Uh, at this point, we kind of know what we what we like to do, uh, and and we've we've beca- we've taken on roles. Um, but but it's always evolving, and it's just really cool to see how we evolve uh, together and separately. So so it's been really cool, and it's cool because we we both know what it took to get here. We both know where we started. And when we both see each other working hard, and I think that motivates us to work hard in, in our own aspects and, and and just keep keep going, you know. So so it's it's been really reassuring and 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 knowing that that uh, I have an accountability to make sure that we're we're you know we're going to keep going. So so it's it's really helpful, even if when I'm not feeling it, if she might be, or if I, if she's not feeling it, I might be. So that's like really nice to keep it going. Yeah, that is. How did you guys get in touch with Loyal? How did this all start? So we, um, I don't know if their, their intention was to work with us necessarily, right? What was it? Maybe, yeah, maybe it was. I don't remember if, if we met first or after, but uh, we met Loyal and then they invited us to a game. They were really cool to us. They, were, they really let us know who they were and what they stood for. And automatically we were like, oh, this is perfect. Like, like it's really cool to see an organization like this in San Diego. This is exactly what I'd like to see in my city. And the way that they were presenting themselves was just so like, yeah like right on and and uh so we we went to the game had a great time uh and i think we were talking uh i think over a year ago we, we talked about this initiative about doing some murals together and it just it, it's we've been talking 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 and now we're here and we're a few days away from the, the release so it's it's it's, it's been a really awesome uh, experience and, and i just it's been really cool loyal is awesome Tell us a little bit about what's unique here. Uh, obviously, this is is part of uh, tradition in soccer. You know, the kit reveals sort of an important day on on the calendar for soccer clubs all across the world. Tell us, uh, Senior, what it, what it was like. What was unique? What was different about this experience here? Three different locations, but all part of the same project. Obviously, in Chula Vista with Alejandro Guido and Hillcrest with Colin Martin, and there but the loyal offices where you guys actually are while we're recording this pod. Duran Faree, tell us you know, how this one was uh, different from the the previous murals that you guys were involved with. This one's really fun because it's the style we're doing is slightly different. It's going to be, I think, more stylized. It's going to look a little more artistic, and I'm really excited to see the outcome for this one. Um, it's it's been really fun and less less on the stressful side. So so um, it's it's been really cool so far. The process. Um, and also to be doing these three murals that are kind of part of a 
of one big project is it also feels really special because it feels like we can we're really tapping into different uh multiple different sides of of the city um and really spreading the word because that's you know that's what this is about to celebrate the loyals and to kind of bring the community together and to remind everyone like we're here and, and we're and for i mean the loyals that is they're being awesome so um so this is really special. I like that there are different locations because we're we're tapping into the South Bay and then there's Hillcrest, which I think that's a really great place to to share this love for sports. And then over here, which is a great another great location. I don't know if I'm if I'm supposed to be saying where where we're painting them yet. Yeah. Yeah, 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 we can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, you're good. Uh, no, uh, it's, well, it's I, I was going to ask, what has this been like? The challenge of having to keep a secret because, right. you know, not not letting everybody know exactly what is going on. Even as we're recording this, we have to be sort of careful in what it is that we're saying so that this coincides with the official announcement. But what's it been like sitting on a secret here for the last couple of weeks or months? I'm obviously terrible at it. I haven't <laughs> flown it yet. I haven't. But I'm obviously so bad at it. It's because I'm so excited and I feel, especially soccer. I, I played soccer when I was little, so I really love soccer. So I'm, I feel so excited to just, to just let everyone know, like, <laughs> like, look at how, look at, I was little playing soccer and now I'm painting soccer players in my city. I don't know. It just feels surreal, but it's all, it's all really wonderful. I'm really happy to be where we're at right now. Well, the press release did come out earlier when this podcast was released as well. So we're in a good spot to say that you guys are in Mission Valley at the shop at SD mm. Loyal. I'm curious, how long will it take to put together the, the Duran Faree uh, mural? Start to finish, what, what's a ballpark number? So so th that's the challenge, honestly, with this one is that I want to finish, like I'm in the mode to finish them all. So I'm trying to time it perfectly so that we don't finish too soon. So, so with this one, we're trying to get everything done and finish the the jerseys right as they're supposed to before they get leaked before you know like as as make as little room for error as possible especially with the the hillcrest and the, and the chula vista location they're going to be seen mm -hmm. so so we, we're trying to do it in a way where we're where it doesn't get leaked ahead of time so so i'm like pacing myself i'm just doing a little bit uh so we started yesterday we, we we're finishing up today and then tomorrow we're going to do a little bit more but it's still it's it's hard to to be able to to time it right but it'll get done right on time, in other words. So what is it? Like, how do we cover this? Is it just a huge tarp? Are you guys hiring security guards to stand in front of these things 24-7? <laughs> how does this work? So, so I think we're, we're okay with them knowing who they are eventually. Like, uh, but, but I think that the jersey itself is the thing that we're really trying our best to, to keep secret. And I think we're going to put uh, papers up, uh, and, then, and then they're going to get revealed that way. So we're gonna put some paper up and then cover it up and then and then come reveal they'll 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 reveal it themselves, which is really cool. I like that idea. I love it too. And I love the creativity of of having and challenging the fans, the supporters of the club to go out there to find it, take a picture, to incorporate a hashtag there where they could end up being interactive with it. Uh, you know, art for me is always about, you know, I, I heard a phrase years ago, whether it's music or actual artwork, that it, you know, it's open to interpretation, right? Like like what you hang on the wall sometimes. I might see something different than everybody else who's who's in this conversation. But when it comes to to doing the kind of artwork that you guys are doing, 
I wonder what is it like to get a little bit of feedback, you know, at, at some point, these players, like you must interact with the players. And, and I wonder what it's like just to, to hear what it is that they say about, you know, how you have represented them. Surprisingly, the players are always super happy with them. They, they're, they always seem to, to feel pretty honored and uh, they're very thankful. Um, and, and, and we know we get a lot of comments from these players to, um, complimenting us. They, they say, great job, major props. You guys did a wonderful job. And, and that's, that's really sweet because that's them, you know, nobody, I feel, you know, no, nobody looks, looks at them more hopefully than they do in the mirror or something. <laughs> so, you know, they definitely would know if, if something was off. So I really appreciate, uh, um, uh, I, yeah, I, I actually feel honored right. when, when I've... they were I love that. I would imagine that's a little nerve wracking. You're like, oh man, yeah. I hope I hope they like it. You know, unlike most <laughs> art, which is like, hey, like yeah. I'm the artist here. Like, just appreciate yeah. my work. I have one <laughs> final question because we know Alejandro Guido, who is the uh, the subject, obviously, for the uh, the Chula Vista mural on Third Avenue, which is just one of the the best streets in San Diego County. Uh, he is known for wearing particularly short shorts. Could you could you give us any insight as to you know how short the shorts will be when the mural is re is revealed? They're going to be tasteful. They're going to be appropriate, but they will for sure be short. They have to be. They have to be. Yeah, that, that that's my favorite element. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Alejandro would rather it no other way, but to make sure he was represented because that's how he rolls each and every match. <laughs> uh, Paul, Cena, we thank you so much. Uh, again, groundfloormurals.com is the website where people, uh, if they haven't, for whatever reason, seen your entire collection, you can go to groundfloormurals.com. Super excited. Uh, really glad that there's this collaboration ongoing. Thank you both so much for joining the Always Loyal podcast. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you for having us. All right, what a fun conversation. Paul Jimenez and Cena Detona from Ground Floor Murals. I feel like I can't say murals mm. very well. You get asked to say it so many times in a short amount of time, uh, you're bound to slip up. But I did my best there. What a cool story. I feel like we learned a ton about them. So cool. And, you know, obviously I, I came to know their work through a different sport, through baseball. But, you know, I remember having reporters from ESPN coming to San Diego saying, tell me about these murals. Where are these murals? What is happening? And I'm I'm a fan of, of mural culture, whether it's where I live and having traveled a bunch to Mexico. You know, I just love the artwork, the colors, uh, and putting something and immortalizing something like these guys have done is, uh, it's just fantastic. You can meet them, by the way. I do think that they're going to be at the Adams Avenue Theater coming up Saturday night. Mm -hmm. where we'll have season ticket members, I think, have early access five to seven. Check the website. They do After five, seven to, seven, it'll be five open to, to seven public. season yeah. ticket members and then seven to nine for the public. Yeah. And and I think they'll, they'll be there. And, and again, super excited to reveal their work. It is, it is certainly a unique thing, you know, to, to say, Hey, listen, we would love to, to collaborate with you. Obviously, if you're San Diego lawyer, you would love to see yourselves you know, put up into a mural in some capacity. But I, I do love the creativity of saying this is how we're going to actually launch our kit, where the home kit's going to be in one part of the county, the away kit's going to be in a different part of the county, and the keeper kit is going to be there at the company headquarters. They were great being careful not to say too much, too, which I thought was hilarious. I'm like, oh, wait, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this sort of stuff. But, yes, they, they were allowed to say it. 
uh, and we all will get a chance to experience that and see what it looks like coming up here Friday for whatever that is worth, which is March 3rd. And then the event would be March 4th, Correct. following Central Valley Fuego. And of course, the regular season, Jordan, right around the corner. Yeah, it's really, it feels like it's really become part of the culture here in San Diego, seeing a lot of these around town about players and just people that from San Diego inspire San Diegans. Um, it, it's just such a cool feeling walking around and seeing this stuff in public. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I was talking to Paul before we even started and working with MLB the show, like I made sure to include at least one commentary line to reference players like Joe Musgrove, you Darvish, Manny Machado, uh, having these painted of them around town and just kind of like part of that, just showcasing the love and connection they have with the city. But it's just part of it. It's part of the fabric so much so where you feel like you're compelled to be like, Hey, part of the story, if it's my job to kind of tell the story, this is part of it that has to be included Um, And so they're getting recognition all over. They're getting recognition, like you mentioned, from ESPN here locally, of course. And like you you asked a great question during that. It must be somewhat nerve wracking to like paint these high profile players and then have them come look at it. And like, who's not going to like judge it, you know, like they're going to show up and they're curious what what, they're curious what it's going to look like. They look really good. It doesn't look like a, like one of these statues that you see and you're like, who is that statue? Like, right. well, who is that? Like, that's not, right. these come we, out. So we all remember the, the Cristiano Ronaldo statue. Right. Yeah. Those, right. You're, not have, you're not having those moments with these right. at all. It's the complete opposite. So it's just, it's so cool that it's part of the fabric. And isn't, um, there's one in North Park. There is a mural in North Park. I don't know if it was our friends from ground floor that were responsible for that, but you and I spent a ton of time talking about Club Tijuana, about the Sholos. And there is a Sholos related mural in North Park. I do remember that. I know Corona is a big part of that one. I don't remember if Guido was or wasn't, but what an honor it would be too to be a player to have something like that. We're never going to know what that feels like. (laughs) (laughs) To be Alejandro Guido to be right there on third and E in Chula Vista. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, he's going to love that. And he's going to love the short shorts. I love uh, tasteful was the way she described it. It's going to be tasteful. We are supposed to be talking about the locations, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of the press release. A lot of the stuff gets embargoed, and, and even yeah, we get a little don't confused. Know. You just don't know. Good stuff. One more preseason match to go, and then uh, we're getting ready. It's it's practically here, Detroit City. So that's mm. coming up in March, season opener. And, uh, man, I can't believe it's already here. But what a fun interview today. What a fun conversation with Paul and Cena. That was, that was good stuff. Yeah, it was good. It was real good. Uh, I'm super excited about that, like I said. And and I think people will be excited about it. I will say, you know, Jordan and I, we started doing a soccer podcast many, many years ago. Those of you that have been with us since the beginning, you know that Jordan got into the sport because of Chelsea Football Club and me because of Barcelona. And sometimes they do the the new kits and they're like, I don't love that one. This one for Loyal, the home kit too, in particular. Sometimes I don't mind a cycle where you're like, yeah, I think I'm going to skip this year. You know, I'm not going to buy that. But that's not what Loyal's doing. That's not what Charlie Football's doing. So we will see you Saturday night on Adams Avenue in Normal Heights.